It's Monday, the 22nd of August, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Stock futures are falling, following on from Friday's downturn when all three major indices finished the week in the red. Oil prices and other commodities such as gold are also declining today, as are most major stock indices in Europe and Asia. Futures for the S&P 500 declined 1.2%. The index ended last week with losses snapping a four-week stretch of gains. Contracts for the tech-focused NASDAQ 100 tumbled 1.5%, and futures for the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 0.9%. Brent crude oil fell 2.1% to $94.74 a barrel, and a Bitcoin fell 2% from its 5 p.m. Eastern Time level Sunday to trade at just over $21,082. Meanwhile, as natural gas prices in Europe shot higher, Europe's energy crisis has unleashed a global battle over natural gas tankers, leading to a shortage of ships and further boosting the fuel's record prices. European countries ramped up their purchases of liquefied natural gas from the U.S., Qatar, and other sources this year, as Russia cut supplies to the continent. They are competing with peers in South Korea and Japan, where gas demand has surged during a heat wave for a finite amount of supply ferried by a limited number of vessels. The jostling has increased orders for new tankers transporting LNG, specialized ships the length of three football fields, as well as their price. Rates to charter existing tankers have jumped also, which helped push natural gas prices to records in Europe and Asia last week. Traders expect gas prices and tanker rates to zoom even higher if China, where demand has been curtailed by COVID-19 lockdowns, steps back into the market before winter. Around the world, for the first time in four years, the U.S. and South Korea will revive their live-action military drills, sharpening their preparedness as the North Korean nuclear threat worsens and China steps up its presence around Taiwan. The 11-day joint drills, which start today in South Korea, are expected to feature once again jet fighters soaring in the skies, tanks rumbling down roads, and thousands of soldiers simulating a conflict with the Kim Jong-un regime. While a return to the large-scale exercises indicates that the U.S. and South Korea are normalizing their military alliance, the move will likely only encourage North Korea's current move toward nuclear modernization, said Van Jackson, a former Obama administration Pentagon official, now at New Zealand's Victoria University of Wellington. For the governments in Beijing and Pyongyang, the military exercises will justify their defiance of Washington and its allies, he added. Back in the U.S., Representative Liz Cheney said on Sunday that her political focus after leaving Congress would go beyond challenging former President Donald Trump's hold on the Republican Party to include opposing candidates who promote Mr. Trump's claim that the 2020 election was stolen. I'm going to be very focused on working to ensure that we do everything we can not to elect election deniers, Ms. Cheney said on ABC News. We've got election deniers that have been nominated for really important positions all across the country, and I'm going to work against those people. I'm going to work to support their opponents, she said. Ms. Cheney, the most prominent of the House Republicans who voted to impeach President Trump on a charge of inciting the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol, lost her GOP primary election last week. Hours after her loss, she filed with the Federal Election Commission to transfer the remaining cash from her federal campaign account to a new political action committee. 
she had more than $7 million in cash on hand at the end of July. And California's Death Valley National Park reopened some of its most popular sites to the public Saturday, two weeks after severe flooding caused millions of dollars in damage to roads and facilities. Locations that are once again accessible to visitors include the Furnace Creek Visitor Center, Badwater Basin, Zabrinsky Point, and the Mesquite Sand Dunes, the National Park Service said. The park closed on August 5th when a downpour dumped 1.46 inches of rain on the Furnace Creek area of the park, leading to flash floods that buried cars and debris, closed roads, and left hundreds of visitors and workers stranded. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.